In a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five, we are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guests every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Hello, everybody. Oh my goodness, this week I have, I'm staring at beautiful Erica Medina. We record this podcast on Zoom calls and I wish you all could see her. She's the most gorgeous, radiant, beautiful soul. And her story, she's going to tell us everything about how she went from hardcore corporate into her passion. She did what we all dream about doing, leaving the nine to five and moving into what really fits your soul. So help me introduce, give a warm welcome to Erica Medina from EM Fitness. Hello, beautiful. Hi, love. Oh my God, what an amazing introduction. So warm and sweet. I would love for you to like, you know, basically when I wake up, say say that so I could just get ready for my day. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. We're going to put this introduction into a little hypnosis. And when you wake up, it'll be, hey, beautiful, wake up, you're radiant. <laughs> I think we actually need that in our life. Can Siri do that or Alexa? <laughs> I think we need to do that. <laughs> an Olgi is going to be the Spanish version of Siri. It's Olgi. And it's the Mama. <laughs> I like it. Me gusta. Oh I'm so excited to be on with you, Olga. I, I'm very, I was um, very humbled because as you know, I just began my journey. Um, as an entrepreneur very recently. So for you to want and to have the desire for me to share the story um, to you and your viewers, I am, you know, extremely grateful too. So I'm happy to be here. You know, I, I need the world to see your story because this <laughs> lady, okay, you're not going to believe it. She just started her business and she joined, we have this little group called the Master Queens, which is a mastermind of total badass queens yes. where we exchange ideas about online businesses and, you know, what we're doing. She comes in, she's just started her business and she's throwing figures that I'm like, wait a minute, show me that screenshot again. You're making too <laughs> much in sales already. This lady, I mean, I don't know what you did when you started working as a toddler, but I thought that you just stood up one day and said, I got this, homies. Um, and you ran out the door. Like, so we've been getting to know you and we've been getting to know your mindset, how you operate. And I am just in awe. Every time that we're in a call, I'm, I am the one that says, I need an Erica in my life waking me up every day. <laughs> every part that I have a problem with is like, Erica, I don't like Mondays. What do you do about it? <laughs> she'll be like, I got your mamacita. Yeah. So please tell us, how did you get there? How, is, how, how do you create that mindset that you go, I'm starting my journey and man, is it going to be magical or what? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I want to go ahead and go back to... I would say it was June of 2019, okay, pre-COVID, <laughs> everything was normal <laughs> as we know it from before. And um, I was in a mindset and a time in my life where I was doing very well um, with uh, working corporate and I managed accounts. I flew to the region of Florida once a month. Um, I was able to do a lot of things that I was really good at. I was 
able to connect with business owners, scale their business, um, let them be aware of what markets were available, be strategic with them, but at the same time, really be able to connect with them on a personal level and uh, be a team lead. So I was able to also assist others um, in uh, my team to make sure that they leveled up as well. So it was a great mix. Personally, I was in the situation where I was with my fitness uh, and with my food, I was not really consistent. What I would say is I was always going up and down as far as I was on or I was off or I was as far as weekend, but then I'll start Monday. I had very much a dieter mentality without realizing it. And I was also in a situation with my relationships personally, as in boyfriends, um, I didn't make the best decisions, right? I was with uh, someone that just didn't really fit me in the way that I feel like would level me up. I was happy, we were having fun, but we weren't really connecting like it, like a jigsaw piece. Like it just didn't connect, right? It just didn't fit. So we just kept also with that relationship, I was on and off. So I came to a, a realization in June where I was just like, kind of tired of my own bullshit. <laughs> you just get to the point where you're like, all right, I don't, I don't care to make any more excuses. I'm fucking over it. Excuse me. Can I say that on here? Yeah, so okay. Yes, <laughs> sure, I don't know. Okay. The whole way. <laughs> okay. I was over it. I was over my own BS. I was over my excuses. I was over whatever I went ahead and justified in my mind as far as why I did what I did and why I kept doing over and over again what I did when I knew it wasn't the the right way. It wasn't, it was just wasn't not even the right way. It was just wasn't um wasn't good for me. It wasn't healthy. So I decided, I was like, okay, I, what I want to do is bring over the mindset that I had with business. Like I was always a very good worker. I always leveled up. I was hardworking and I was able to connect with people. So now I was able to really do well in the business sector. Right. So I'm like, how do I translate that into other parts of my life? Um, so I just wanted to be better is basically what I said. I wanted to be better. And I knew that the first thing I needed to do is to make my, try to be on the path to be healthy. So I just didn't feel good. You know what I mean? My body, I didn't feel good. I feel like I didn't listen to my body. I wasn't strong. So I was like, I want to feel and look on the outside, how I feel on the inside. I've always felt very strong. I've always felt like I was capable of anything. Um, my dad kind of had a little bit of a, you know, uh, is instrumental in that when I was younger, I remember he used to, I used to wake up in the morning he used to tell me, honey, he said, who's the most beautiful? I said, me. He said, who's the smartest? I said, me. That's right. Cause you're my daughter. Now go get them. And I'd be like, just ready for the day. <laughs> and I thought all girls woke up like that. Like my dad knew that. I was like, and that's funny. Cause you said that from earlier and I was letting you know, um, it's really important as far as when you're growing up and I know I'm kind of going to Tana, but it connects, um, what you're told by your parents, right. And what you, you kind of resonate as far as what you hear. And it, it kind of creates a foundation for your self-worth and esteem as a woman, especially, right. I was always spoken to in a very kind of adult way. I was never told what to do. I would look to do something and I would tell my dad, I want to do this. And he's like, okay, why? Like because of this and this, but why do you think that is what that is? Well, because of this, but consider this. Oh no, that, that makes more sense. Okay, now go do that. So he never allowed, he never just told me. He was always 
allowed me to think it through and to, to be more cerebral with it. So I kind of learned to be that way. So um, anyhow, I got to the point of backtracking where I was like, let me make this, start to make this journey without excuses. I was basically at the point where I was like, whatever I need to do, I won't stop and I'll continue until I get to exactly where I want to be. Right. And that was outwardly looking strong, how I felt inwardly strong as a woman. So at that point, I started to slowly get into a routine. First, I figured out how to eat. Then I figured out, okay, I'm good with this. This feels comfortable. Let me go ahead and start working out. I want to be 100% transparent. I did not jump into doing five days a week of cardio and like weight training and uh, strict dieting. And I was just super disciplined and on. That is not how my journey progressed. It was basically a progression on a continuum, right? What happened was some certain things worked, certain things did not. And that was okay. I started to get to know what I liked and how my body responded. And I started to get to know me as well. So when you make a fitness and nutritional type journey, I feel like you get into a place in your mind where you start to kind of be more inwardly introspectively focused and you learn a lot about yourself when you're kind of doing in the moment. Ah, rah, rah, Cause I, you know, I love to party. Right. So I would go out and I would just get after it and I would be suffering for three days after I'm like, what did I do? You know, when you don't do that, you for have a good amount of time to do <laughs> things on Sunday, you know, morning and Saturday afternoon. You're like, oh, I can do all these things. I could do yoga. I could do this. I can journalize. And other things just started being more priority to level me up. So at that point, that was at that basically continued to the end of 2019, 2020. I decided to go ahead and uh, enter a competition. I'm woke up. Okay. So this is where the training became more hardcore. I was like, you know what? I really just want to kind of level up to the next level, not just be consistent for myself, but I want to see what it would be like to be at a competitor's level. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was, I honestly um, thought I was like, mm, I'm kind of fit now, you know, I'll lose some weight, get some cuts, you know, I, you know, I didn't know what I was really doing. I was like, I'm just, you know, and I called that point. That's when I got a coach, a real coach, what I'm a, what a fitness coach is now for me, lifestyle wise, but for a competitor. So I reached out to someone and they let me know, okay, when's the competition for us? Like, oh, oh, that's very soon. I'm thinking to myself, well, that's a long time. What you mean? Like, I'm kind of fit already. It's great. You know, like I didn't realize at that point how much time it really takes to build muscle and strength. So, you know, me all naive. I'm like, okay, I'm entering this competition. Next thing you know, I'm like at this calorie deficit and I am two days at the gym and I am really no alcohol. You have to understand four months, no alcohol. That's, that's for me. That was a big deal. <laughs> I loved alcohol. So I stopped kind of having a, a life at that point. And really, I like really just started holding in on feeling out my body. And that translated into a new level of discipline that I was able to showcase at work where then um, I was promoted to a different position. And I just, I, it was able to just get me to a place mentally and productivity where I was just sounding off on all levels. Like there was just, I was just on in a way I could never match. And I'm like, why am I so on? And then I realized what the fuel you put in your body and the exercise, everything you do is has a direct correlation with your output. And that's when I was like, 
holy crap, why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> like, this is amazing. And people were tired on people that. And I was just like, boop, 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 boop. Let's go here, that, mm, here's that one. Oh, that, that's not already done. Okay, what about tomorrow? What about this? Okay, next month. I was just, my brain was just like, it was bananas. So at that point, I was training for competition two a days. Then COVID hit. COVID hit. And then at that point, everything shut down. So I literally took that day off. I freaked out because my body was literally at some level of like, you know, um, it was just, it, I was just always on, right? With exercise and food. So I was just literally like a trained <laughs> like athlete at that point. I was like, okay, my body needs this though. Like it literally wakes up and it's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so what am I going to do? I had a bottom floor that someone just moved out of my town home. That day I took it off and I literally outfitted my bottom floor with a full-on gym when that happened. People were like, oh, it's just going to be a month. That was before we knew, right? I'm like, uh-uh, I can't even deal with a month with bands. I can't do this crap. I need I need to feel the weight. I need to, like, I need to do real workout. So I had the home gym set up, okay? And at that point, I even just, I just dived deeper into it. Like, I don't know how to like explain it. I was deep in the work and I was just feeling it and I was just loving it in that work. That's all I talked about. They're like, Erica, you looking amazing. Okay, what's up with this? I'm like, well, this is macros. So well, this is fitness. Well, not this extra, but focus on this with the form. Mm, it's on a continuum. Let's, what, what are you progressing? What's your, what's right now your workouts? Like, let me look. They're like, and I was just, that's all I talked about. They're like, Erica, if you talk about macros one more time, I swear to God, like, I can't, we can't deal with you right now. Like, nobody cares right now about the macros and how important they are in the nutrient dense. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> like, so at that point, I kind of realized, I was like, ah, like, I really love this, right? And I talked to Juliana, who's my social media producer, our close friend, obviously. And I talked about, hey, what would it take, you know, to kind of, you know, make this transition? And, you know, she was telling me, okay, well, this, and she's so sweet. She took, you know, took an hour every day. And that's, I think, before she was went, going to see you, and that was earlier uh, of the year, last year. And, you know, a month turned into two to three to six. And I realized my time, it was just so, I just didn't have much time to really engage mentally with entertaining a side hustle or developing another business alone. I had a Saturday afternoon, that's it. And then Sunday I started all over again to prep for the week. My job was uh, very mentally taxing in a, in a beautiful way. I love, I love to produce. So there was just a lot I had to do on a daily um, that I just, for me, I needed that time to kind of recuperate. So I'm like, I realized I'm like, this isn't going to happen. It's going to be another year and I'm not going to be doing what I think I really should be doing. So then I just made the decision that when I was journalizing, I saw this one quote, Otha, and I re always remember it to this day. The quote said, if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? And I was just like, I just got to do it. I just got to do it. I just, I don't care. COVID, this, that, half. I don't give a shit. It said, I'm just getting the fuck after it. So I just decided what's the plan. I, I just, I sat down and I just started to really just dive into the specifics of the development of what I needed of a, basically a, a runway as far as what, what I was going to do monthly, as far as to get to all the certifications needed and to have the business set up the right way, process everything I wanted to just set up initially because I didn't want there to be, I, I basically wanted to be the fitness coach that I wanted when I had a fitness coach, because I had a couple of them. I wanted the processes to be, you know, um, 
something that was easy for someone to navigate and wouldn't take time out of their day. And I wanted them to get the most value out of the program and out of me, right? So they felt inspired, motivated, and supported. So I'm like, what does that look like? So I really dived into what I needed and basically made my business that. And um, then I launched. <laughs> I launched. <laughs> but before that, Juliana, again, my social media producer said, hey, you're in Seattle. Why not Austin? And I'm like, um, what do you mean, Austin? I have a house in Seattle. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, you work so hard for that body. Are you just going to be in the cold? Like, going to cover it up half the year? And I was like, oh, that was so good. I remember literally after a branding shoot, her telling me this. And I'm like thinking to myself, all right, I'm going to actually look into that. I took three days. I looked and researched, did my due diligence. And I said, that's it. You know, we're going to do this. We're going to do this now. So I didn't want to set up my business somewhere where I wasn't going to do business, right? <laughs> so I was like, I got to go now. So I went ahead and got a place sight unseen and uh, it's perfect. It's amazing. Backs against trails. It's expansive. allows me to think and just be alive. And it's only 15 minutes from downtown Austin. At that point, then I launched the biz and I am so incredibly, I, I can't even tell you Olga. it brings me to tears how incredibly fortunate I have been to have people that support me and the fact that the energy that I'm getting, giving as far as the business is concerned, people really need it. Like, it's not just like we're looking to lose weight and it's a superficial kind of need. It's a, I want to feel better, Erica. I, I don't want to wake up feeling like, you know, I just don't feel like I'm doing right by myself. And it's not the, it's never the weight. It's how you feel. You want to be healthy. You want to be whole. So the fact that people are able to benefit from my coaching in this level. And it's just such an intimate exchange that it just fills me the fuck up. I love what I do. Whoa, you, you love what you do. You do it very uniquely. That's another thing that I wanna mention. You've created your own system because I remember thinking, well, you know, fitness coaching, I guess you're gonna do the same as everybody else, right? You're gonna tell us how to do a few push-ups and a few ups, and then started talking to talk to you and it's like, oh no lady, it's all about that inner transformation, that accountability that, and when you start getting into your sphere, your energy, it's almost like entering this magic land of possibilities where, okay, so wait a minute, you're telling me that I can actually decide in three days that I'm gonna leave my entire life behind and move to Austin? Oh, I see. That's that's doable. That's possible. Yeah, she's doing it. Okay, done. Oh, you're telling me that in a month or two months, I can be making what in a year is going to be a six-figure business? Oh, well, inspiring. It's not even the word. It's like mind fucking blowing. You you blow the lid off in, in all aspects. And that to me is so needed these days because we have limitation built up on limitation. I mean, I love that you talk about before COVID. I, I have now this sentence, which is BC and AC, you know, what happened before? What happened <laughs> For you, it was like even a non-variable. You were launching your business, moving across the country, getting fit. It's almost that necessary um, concept of it doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. Are you feeling good on the inside? Then you can do anything. And that starts with the very simple basic steps, nutrition, fitness, and mindset. And that's where you hone in and you go, it can be done. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. No, I, I really wanted to be authentic in my energy exchange with my clients and with those that are, you know, 
just following and being inspired. I didn't want to be another like, look at my hot body. This is amazing. Nothing against them. I think they're amazing too, because it takes a lot of hard work to get where they're at. And if that's just how they like to connect is by showing their body, that's fantastic. But I really wanted to connect on an energy, motivational, inspire. I wanted to empower. That's what I want to do. I feel empowered every day. I'm like, if my clients can feel an ounce of what I feel on a daily basis, that is fueled by them, by the way, and what they give me. I, that for me is exactly what I want to do. And that's what I want to give. So my Instagram and my social media and everything that I do with my clients, I want them to feel empowered and that they have someone that supports them. I don't want them to look at someone like, Oh, okay, maybe I could be that. Maybe I don't want it to be a comparison. I want it to be, it's all about you, baby. It's always only been all about you. And that's it. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm just here to inspire, but you are going to inspire yourself and you're going to take yourself to another level. You won't even need me at that point, but I'm just here to help you out here on this little, you know, being a part of your journey. And that's really what I want to do. And I do feel that I'm doing that. I feel like I'm being authentic with my messaging. And I feel like it is translating. I can feel the energy that's coming back to me. So I know I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. And yeah, I know that all comes sounds kind of jarring three days. I'm going to like, Hey, I'm going to go here and I move here. And Oh, I'm just going to start the business now. I'm all in. But the truth is Olga, we all, as far as we know, we only have one life. That's it. That's it. And if you don't go all in, you'll always be wondering how, why, and then you'll be waking up thinking, okay, I could have, should have, and there's no other feeling like that feeling of like that, that type of, it's not, it's a um, regret. I can't, I don't know how to deal with that type of emotion. I don't, I just know when I need to do something, I have the faith to know, I'll figure it out. Things will happen. And then I'll, other things may happen that I'm not ready for, but I'll figure it out. We have to have faith in ourselves and our support system as well, that things will get figured out that you are enough to figure it out and things will start to happen in the way that maybe you didn't think it would initially, but it just starts to be into, you know, this beautiful, you know, just like <laughs> your life is just, that's what it is. It's just like, it may not be perfect, but it's, it's there and it's yours. That's the most, it's fucking yours. So you should do whatever the fuck you feel like doing. Cause again, time is very limited. I feel the urgency of time. I don't know if other people do, but I fucking feel it. Like I feel every day. And I just, that's when I know I just have to do what I need to do right then. And you mentioned regret, which to me is a very fascinating emotion that we kind of underestimate until we are on our last days. And we've, we've read about it. We've heard from hospice nurses that say the biggest emotion that people are dealing with on their deathbed is regret. What I didn't do. Nobody regrets what they did do and it went wrong. So, hey, you're going to deal with regret. It's either going to be, I did it. And hey, I broke a leg. Well, <laughs> wasn't that something? Or I did it and it went fantastic. Wasn't that something? Or the regret of I didn't do it. And I don't know what the hell would have happened. But I know that my life wasn't 100% magical. Like you said, we may only have one lifetime. Live it to the best. And if we have several lifetimes, which is my opinion, I think that we're going to be repeating the same mistakes until we move past levels. It's almost like playing a Nintendo game. If you're not going to level up and move to the next level in this lifetime guess what you're starting on a very low level on your next lifetime so no matter when no matter how you're gonna have to push through those fears which is my next question how do you move through your fears because there must have been one brain cell in your body in your <laughs> that says 
uh, mamacita, mamacita, wait a minute. You have a, you have a very well-paying job. You have a beautiful townhouse here in Seattle. Your entire support system is here. Yeah. Your beautiful dog is very fairy, and I don't know how it's going to survive. <laughs> Something somewhere in there must have said, mm, what, what did you do to that? What, how did you talk to that brain cell? Right. <laughs> That's, I, I love that you say a singular brain cell. I love that. Uh, I ha actually did, ha did have a post that literally says, I titled, I do not move in fear because I don't. I move with my intuition. I've never moved in fear. I feel like it's something that we feel when we don't, uh, we, do, we all initially feel it. I feel, I feel, yeah, of course I feel fear, but we have to have the courage to move past it and to be able to hone it and be able to figure out, okay, how can I project this into something positive to make me move forward? So yeah, I do feel fear and I, I think that it did take me as long as it did because I could have started it a year before that. I was already feeling like I needed to make a change and my intuition was telling me, baby, there's more. There's something else you need to do. You're not where you need to be in order to be your most authentic self, right? And I felt that and I knew that. But like you said, the comforts, right? I had this amazing job, six-figure job, right? Benefits, an amazing company that I work for, very, uh, you know, uh, employee-centered. And everybody was happy there. And, uh, you know, I, I love the people I work with. I didn't leave a terrible job. I left a, a career, you know? So it was a big deal. And I did did really consider it for good. I, I really like sat in it for about a year, which I don't really think that, it was normal for me. I would make decisions a little bit more acting on my intuition before, but I had less to lose. See, before I was, when I was young, ah, I'm just going to go live in Miami. Oh, okay. I'm off to Seattle. I'm law school. Ah, this, that, like I had less to lose. It was just me. I was having to think about in an apartment. It's different when you have a house and you have a career, right? So I think that when it comes down to it, when it comes down to really listening to yourself and uh, understanding the core of what drives you and makes you happy, you have to listen to that. You absolutely have to. And unfortunately, all the comforts in the world and everything that you have built around you to make you feel comfortable and safe, that's an illusion. That's just honest to God an illusion that will never make you happy. If on the inside, what's driving you with your intuition is telling you otherwise, you'll always feel like you need to fill like some type of like, you know, hole, like, and you, you don't know why you can't with more money and more houses and another promotion is you have to listen to yourself. So that's basically where I was at. I see it all the time with my clients. They're so afraid of losing, of losing the comfort, of losing the children, of losing the money. And I say, yes, those, those are things that we really like. I'm not gonna lie to you, you know? Um, sure. Beautiful house, money in the account. But you have to know that sometimes the price to not lose that is you lose yourself. And how can you live with a lost soul inside of you? And we see it all the time, our world has sort of fantasized that keep the possessions, keep the belongings, keep the comfort and get lost. It's okay, people. We have a lot of drags and distractions for people who are lost. So somehow it seems like we can do it. But once again, you get to your last days. There is no rewinding this movie. There is no going back to those moments when your soul was screaming at you, leave the relationship, leave the job, leave the alcohol, leave everything and say, oh, do I get a second chance? 
Well, let's see how the reincarnation process works because I don't know when we get our second chance. But right now, as you're listening to this conversation, if you are feeling, hey, maybe I have good, but there is great out there, it's the time to say, let's do it. You know, let's let's be inspired by Erica. She has <laughs> all the comforts in the world. She moved and man, you are the perfect living example of the radiance, the happiness, what you're feeling inside, it's on the outside. So for people who want to find you, follow you, like I said, you guys are interested in feeling good, not necessarily because you want the six pack, but you really want to take control of your, your nutrition, your fitness. Where can we find you? Because you are giving us a very different model and I love it. Yes. No, thank you, Olga. Um, I do really want to make sure that I give people the tools and the support that is realistic, that they can build on. I'm all about building healthy habits and focusing on the progress indicators that aren't specifically focused with the scale. Because at that point, then you're developing a healthy mindset and things will happen that you want to happen initially of why you wanted to get into it, like your weight, for example. But that is what I focus on. I want to transform people's mindset and reframe it. So long-term, long-term, way after they, they're not with me anymore, they don't think about themselves as a number on the scale as far as determine their worth. They know I'm healthy, I'm happy. Do I have the tools to adjust to get to wherever I need to be in a healthy way? Yes, because I've already learned that with Erica. So yeah, if anyone is looking to basically get off the, the diet hamster wheel and they're over yo-yo dieting, they just want to be healthy and just start to be happy with, with themselves um, in their body and in their mind as well, um, they can find me at E-M, E as in Erica, M as in, you know, Medina for my initial fitness coach underscore, excuse me, in E-M fitness underscore coach on Instagram. And uh, my website is www.emfitnesscoach.com. And, and, and you may think that you're getting a fitness coach, but like she's saying, it's <laughs> way more. you're getting a, an inspiration coach, you're getting an empowerment coach, you're getting an, I mean, getting to her system, people. Like you, you'll get the amazing well-toned apps and also <laughs> you will transform your life. So please do it. And before we go, Erica, I have two questions that I ask all my yeah. guests. And I can't wait to hear your wisdom. And, you know, what do you think that the world's next great or not so great chapter is? Where, where do you think that the world is heading? I think that we're really getting, especially with COVID, I feel with COVID really, it just blew a lot of the niceties and fakeness, you know, that we had with our life, the comfort, knowing that, you know, hey, we wake up, we do our social we do, you know, our work and we're just kind of on autopilot, right? And we don't really think about things and how they affect us or who we are as people. We don't take enough time to do that and be introspective. COVID kind of forced us to do that. So I feel like the next chapter, I think we're really moving into a more of an authentic aura, so to speak. And, and also, I feel like we're moving into a more ownership focused aura. Like, I think people really want to take ownership and be aware of who they are as people, what they give and kind of have a, a better understanding of where they stand with everyone and whether or not other people are worth 
their time and energy. So I think we're just going into an era where people are starting to give less fucks, so to speak, <laughs> and because of COVID and all that, but at the same time, getting to know themselves and really understanding how they affect others and whether or not to have others in their lives, right? I feel like it's just more of an awareness type era that's happening right now. I love it. And where do you see your next great chapter? Which, I mean, tell us what's possible. Are you going to start training people in Mars or what's, what's going on? What's the next <laughs> that you're going to pull off? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm, I, let me tell you, I, I think I've expressed this to you, Olga. I am learning so much every day. People that know me know I'm, I'm a sponge. Like I know there's so much more I have to learn from about people, right? And how they work, right? How they learn, um, how they do take on habits, right? And why they don't. And uh, I'm just super fascinated by it. And business alone, how to be entrepreneur, how to be uh, a, a representation of uh, me being Latina, being a woman. I'm very, very driven by that as well. I want not just my family members, but people that are or were, are like me from previously, like, hey, she's doing it. Shit, I can do it too. Of course you can. So for me, I just, I'm just truly, I, I really want to see where that goes, right? I'm just learning so much with my entrepreneurship and what I represent, what I'm giving. I feel like it's going to kind of naturally evolve. I kind of see myself being overall, maybe long-term next chapter, hyper-focused on more of a overall transformational coach, not just with fitness. Because I do hear, I'm listening, a lot of people are feeling inspired um, by just being empowered by my energy. And I feel like that could be taken into a different type of um, business that I'm very open to. So I don't know what that looks like yet, but you know, I love to speak and I love to, you know, give my take. And I feel like maybe that will translate into something like that in the future. Does that kind of make sense? I know I haven't thought that out really good, but <laughs> I have just seen it. The Latina opera. I mean, you're going to have your <laughs> own talk show. You're going to tell us how to live life like a powerful, gorgeous human being. And I love it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm excited. But I'm also really deep into the work with my clients and with my business now. And, and I'm just, uh, I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful I'm able to do this. And I honestly, that I gave myself the opportunity to do it because that's what I did. I gave myself the go and I'm just so fucking happy I did. And I'm here for all of it. And, and the world is a much better place. I'm so happy that you did that. <laughs> so please, Mamacita, keep it up. I can't wait. We're going to meet each other in Austin in a couple of months. And I yes. can imagine people be, be ready. I mean, it's going to be three Latinas plus our beautiful friend, April. Uh, there may be an earthquake. <laughs> we thought that the world was in turmoil with COVID. Wait until we all meet up in Austin for a weekend of... Our stories are going to be lit. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, beautiful. Um, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed this conversation and that you go and find Erica in EM Fitness Coach. I'll put it, the link below. Thank you so much for being with us, Erica. Thank you, Olga, for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Um, everybody else, I'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to subscribe and review my podcast because I just love hearing from you. You can also follow my journey on my Instagram account at Divorce for Love and join our Facebook group in the show notes. See you next week.